No mai haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. Now, there was a crash just after three on State Highway 1, Southern Motorway, Auckland, on the right southbound lane. Partially, what was partially blocked before Orham's Road. That's just been moved clear of lines, but there will be still some traffic delays, so watch for that. Today on the show, rever- reverberations continue around the new government's decision to scrap a smoke-free legislation. Smoke-free legislation would have driven a black market, says the uh, new government. It so happens there was a New Zealand study done on just this topic last year uh, in the British Medical Journal. Well, what did it say? Find out just after four. Does sex education have a place in our schools and as part of the curriculum or belong in the home? That on the panel today. Also on the show, concerns that sports clubs around New Zealand will buckle under the weight of new legislation. There are thousands of sports clubs and they're small, they run on people like yourself. And yet another episode in our occasional panel show and tell feature. I love this and so do you. Um, what is that little bit of memorabilia or just something special that you would like to share with us? Text me 2101. So today we have a letter opener once belonging to a famed writer from the late 19th century. Find out at 4.50 uh, and keep uh, your uh, show and tells coming. With us today, Ali Jones uh, from Red PR, also a Papua Nui Innes Community Board member. Ali, kia ora. Hi, Wallace. How are you? Very well, yes. Steve Good. McCabe also with us here, lecturer at MIT in Auckland. Welcome, Steve. Kia ora, Wallace. Ali, how are you? I'm good, Steve. How are you? Not so bad, thanks. Good to talk to you again. Good, you too. Lovely, lovely, lovely. We're all here. We're all on form. And let's get into this. Do you give to charity? When was the last time you pulled out a few coins or or your credit card and actually gave, gave, gave? Well, giving machines have officially been launched at Tamaki Makoto's Sylvia Park. It's the big mall in Auckland there. These are vending machines you can use to make a donation to one of six New Zealand charities, they have had $6,500 donated since Thursday. I thought, oh, I might find out a bit about this. With us is Derek Good, Chair of Feed the Need and the Committee Chair of Giving Machines Auckland. Derek, kia ora. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's nice a pl- to meet it's you a pl- thanks for the opportunity. It's a pleasure. Is that your real name, Derek Good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to say a joke. I haven't I, had one today. No, so I don't ahead. have a joke either. I just had to ask. <laughs> Um, it's a lovely name and so apt, isn't it? Now, tell me about this. This initiative started, what, in the United States, is that right? That's right, yeah. So in 2017, it's actually part of the Light the World initiative, something started by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And uh, this year Goodness. it's uh, 61 cities, um, really set up to help people that really want to do something to serve or to donate but don't really have a way of figuring out the logistics or the administration. Um, so it's something that people can do that's fast, instant, memorable, and, um, you know, very easy to do. What are the six New Zealand charities? So we've got uh, Auckland City Mission, EBM, uh, which is Butterbean Motivation, Child Cancer, Feed the Need, Nest Collective and Woven Earth. Good on you, Derek. Uh, what do you make of this, uh, Steve? Because it's something that you, it is, you do forget, one does forget, let's face it, to actually put your hand in your pocket and donate. Some people do. Some people um, make it part of their 
uh, weekly thing, but yeah. uh, many don't. I mean, let's face it, it's a disgrace that in a country like Aotearoa we need organisations like, for example, the Auckland City Mission, but they are an amazing organisation. They are doing the Lord's work like nobody's business, and anything that supports their mission is a good thing. So good on you, mate. This is fantastic. So it's a tick yeah, from... Tick from Steve there, Derek. Uh, let's bring Ali in. I love this idea. When I donate, I donate to a person or a thing. It's generally not, you know, an organisation, I have to say. So I like that idea of knowing exactly where it's going. Derek, a question I have, though, is what part, if any, of what a person donates to one of those packages, if you like, I've seen them online, they look great, doesn't go to the thing one is donating to? I mean, is there an admin fee or a cost for running this, or does the whole thing, the whole amount go to that that particular? charity? Yeah, well, it's a really great question. I think that's what a lot of people will be thinking about. Um, But there is a commitment here that 100% of the donation that you make goes directly to the charity. Any of the administrative costs are taken up by the giving machines. So you don't have to worry about um, any admin being sucked up, the cost of the machines. In fact, some of our partners have got on board with this. Vending Direct, who are based in Mount Wellington, they have supplied the machines free of charge. Um, So they've sort of got the vision of this and, and helping to to make this happen. So That's 100% brilliant. of the donation goes to the charity. Let's Can we have clarify. them in Christchurch? Can we have them in Christchurch? Any chance <laughs> you'll come here? Well, I mean, look, this is... Uh, we'd love to. And this is the first time they've been in New Zealand. We've had to start somewhere. We've chosen Auckland as it's the biggest city. We wanted this to be able to, um, to test the market. Um, and next year, who knows? I mean, if it's successful here and we see that people have got behind the initiative, then, you know, mm. why not? Mm. Well, well, tell us a little bit about the, the mechanics of this. So here mm. I am in Sylvia Park. I'm wandering along and I see this machine. What does it look like? How is it going to get me to put my hand in my wallet? Talk me through the process because I'm fascinated. Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, like any vending machine that you would normally pay to get something out, this time you're paying and something stays in there. <laughs> um, but you're automatically giving to this, this cha- one of these charities. So in Sylvia Park, there are three machines in a triangle formulation. So they're, they're, they're back to, sorry, formation, so they're back to each other. Uh, They're red. You're not going to miss them as you go past. They're in one of the main thoroughfares. So as you head towards the atrium, towards the Hoyts part of the uh, mall, um, they're just outside JD Sports and Timberland, um, and you'll be able to see them easily. You can approach them. We do have a couple of volunteers there purely to answer any questions about the charities or what giving machines are. Um, but they're not there to drag you in to make a donation. Um, and you can view the... There is a card representing each of the uh, items on offer. So there are six charities with five items. So that's 30 different ways that you can give. And you basically just tap your card, make a selection, watch the card drop into the Venn box at the bottom, and then you can press for a receipt. Take your photo and put it onto social media and let other people know. Very cool. So, so are the amounts pre, pre-selected or do you have to Correct. choose? No, so they're, so they're there. So you, depending on what your budget is, you can, you can donate as little as $3. Um, I think the most expensive item in there is $138. So there's, you know, there's a variety and, and everything in between. So you can, you've, you've got a choice. In fact, bring your home family and they can all have a go. Brilliant. Brilliant. I, I, well, the, the, on that point, because, you know, on my little wee walk to school with little junior, we were talking about, you know, uh, Christmas and, uh, of course, as as kids want, you know, I want this, I want that, I want this, my chance to listen. I said, what about giving something to somebody else? Uh, so that topic came up, the, 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 the act of giving. So I can imagine, uh, Derek, here you are in a mall in Sylvia Park, a massive mall, so easy for mum or dad to take little junior up to this, uh, up to this vending machine and actually participate in giving. 
Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a great little event. I mean, you can, you can take your family there for a little uh, activity as you're shopping. Yeah. Uh, couples it's a date night you know just go along and and as as you say if you haven't done much of this in the past or you're thinking how can i give this christmas this is a easy thing for you to do and knowing that all of the money is going to go to the charity um, and then you can actually see where it's going you can choose which item they're going to get mm. to be able to pass on to someone in need brilliant and is this is this just for christmas or is this forever no it is just this christmas oh. period so we we launched on we installed on thursday last week and it'll run through to the end of shopping trading hours on on the 29th of December. Very good, Derek. It's really interesting. I'm sure uh, it'll go well, hopefully, anyway, this uh, this, this Christmas season. That's Derek Good there, Chair of Feed the Need and the Committee Chair of Giving Machines Auckland. So uh, watch out for your locals uh, more. You may well see one of these uh, vending machines. So those those um, uh, partners, again, if you go to this vending machine, you can give to Auckland City Mission the BBM program uh, with Dave Latell, the Child Cancer Foundation, Feed the, Cheat, Feed the Need Charity NZ, the Nest Collective NZ and Woven Earth. Uh, and uh, by the way, um, make sure that you send us uh, in something for our panel show and tell this afternoon. It's a very, we do it once every two or three weeks. It's something special that you have hidden away that you don't often tell people about, but you're willing to tell us or the nation about. We've What have we had? We've had uh, a green cap from Grandad, who played alongside Sir Don Bradman at cricket. We've had a signed... Um, a signed phonograph by Puccini. It's quite extraordinary. And we've got something very special for you, for, for you at 10 to 5. So keep those coming, 2101. OK, time for I've Been Thinking. Ellie Jones, take it away. Well, it's kind of I've got something special too, which is a part of the story. I've been thinking about how much stuff we accumulate. Uh, having moved out of the house bus and into the house, I'm now on week four of unpacking. It's like death by a thousand cuts, I tell you. you just, I just go and go and go until my legs aren't working any longer and then I fall over. So we've got the first garage sale this weekend, one of a, probably about three. And, I mean, the point is we went from uh, about a 220-square-metre house plus a granny flat to something half the size. So clearly that's not going to work. Um, but what I want to know is what do you do with sentimental things? And I heard an interview earlier with Jesse with a woman who had uh, inherited something, and he asked her the question, well, why do you keep? all this stuff and that really resonated with me because I'm looking at family photographs, I'm looking at photographs that came from my late parents, from their parents, I've got newspaper clippings of our daughter at five winning a Highland dancing competition in Cumu. she's 25 now um, and this is a big one, I've got um, a Mexican poncho that I wore when I was four on holiday in Mexico with my family and I was sitting on the back of a giant tortoise with my sister, she was wearing a similar poncho I've brought it in with me today and I've sent you a photograph of that while it's just so that you can share in the delight of my Mexican poncho that is 52 years old. Should I keep this or should I let it go? And at what point do you say, "Mm, I really don't need those photographs or I should let that cine camera of my father's go or I am really challenged by this. So maybe we start with a poncho. Do I suck it up and get rid of it or do I treasure it and remember sitting on that tortoise? Well, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. And I'll put it up online. We'll put put it up online. RNZ.co.nz/slash/the-panel. I would opt for getting rid of it. 
Look, this isn't an aesthetic fashion question, right? This is this is something that has to do with sentimentality. Well, you've seen it, Steve. It's, it's <laughs> it, you know, the, oh, this is impossible, isn't it? Because because if you if, if you throw it, it, you know, part of you says it means that you don't love your sister anymore. How can you, po- <laughs> how can you possibly do that? And that, but then if you keep it, you're a hoarder. So yeah. there is there is no right answer. Whatever you do is going to be wrong, Ali. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, no, um, well, uh, listeners will have some views on that. How? I don't want any fashion, uh, you know, no, no. This isn't about fashion. No, how have you, you know, what do you do? Because, you know, all those newspaper clippings of over the years, all those photographs, and actually all the craft that your children made. Oh, all yes. the craft. See, Steve's wincing. Uh, he's making um, scrumped up hand. Throw it in the bin gestures, yeah. <laughs> What do you do? How do you curate all those family memories? Someone out there will know. Very good. Uh, Ellie Jones, I've been thinking. All right. Um, Steve McCabe, I've been thinking. Well, I've been thinking about what an amazing Prime Minister Chris Luxon's going to be. Uh, he's going to just, if, if, if everything goes to plan from what he said, he's saying, he's going to be the most visionary Prime Minister this country's ever had. Because he's, he's, he's pointing out the fact that um, if you start to ban certain substances, you're going to create black markets. And so, you know, obviously that means he's planning to legalise weed, which is excellent. He's, t- he's, he's realised that the government needs to, um, to raise um, revenue, which is why he wants to get um, tax revenue from cigarettes. So obviously, you know, he understands the importance of raising tax. So presumably we're going to see, I don't know, wealth tax and capital gains tax coming in as well, because he understands the need for, for raising taxation. He's pointed out that Kiwis are routinely confused by Tereo Māori on science. So obviously if he's concerned about this, we're going to start seeing compulsory Tereo education uh, in primary schools. If this man actually follows through on the logical consequences of all the things he's been saying in his first week alone, he will be the best Prime Minister this country's ever had. I can't wait for him to actually follow through on this stuff. There you go. Uh, uh, Steve McCabe is excited uh, for the new administration. He's just saying, watch this space. Because obviously he's a man of his word and of logical integrity and he will follow through on this, surely. All uh, the sarcasm. Yeah, no, uh, Steve, not a word. Not Steve, a word. Steve McCabe, Ellie Jones, with us, and uh, keep your show and tell coming. Something really special that you would just love to share with us this afternoon on the panel. Text me two one zero one. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz.